Welcome to Third Church's T3 Family Podcast. Welcome, listeners. We're in a series called Kingdom Impact. For those of you that have heard the previous two podcasts, you know that this series is all about how God uses you, no matter what season your life is in right now, to have a lasting impact beyond this lifetime. We each have this opportunity for kingdom impact. And just as the ripples spread out across a lake, our words and our actions spread God's love to others. During the last podcast, Faye Howard, mother of an all-boy household, sat down and chatted about raising boys. Well, today, I welcome two incredible fathers of all-girl households, Casey Trine and Mike Cramner. Thank you for being here today. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Man raises thumb. Man ra- yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, you're welcome. That's about as good as it's going to get that's right good. there. <laughs> the gender differences, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to connecting and learning from each of you today. As a father of girls, you have such a significant role in Kingdom Impact. I'm guessing most of our listeners maybe know you, but for those that don't out there, could you just introduce yourself, share a little bit, your family, job, interests, whatever you'd like to share. Yeah, so my name is Casey, Casey Trine. Um, I have three daughters. I have a 14-year-old, I have a 12-year-old, and I have a 10-year-old, JC, Camry, and Eden. Um, My beautiful wife is Tara, and we've been married since 2004. Um, I work for the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. Um, I work on Lake Red Rock in the Wildlife Bureau and have been in this area since 2010. Uh, We moved into Pella um, in the fall of 2013, started going to third in uh, 2012. Um, So some of the things that I like to do is anything outdoors. So hiking, hunting, fishing, camping, sledding when it's wintertime, lots of things outdoors. I have an older sister and I have a younger brother. So I am the middle child. So as you can imagine, I'm the peacemaker in the house and in my family. So one thing I forgot to mention, I have two dogs. I have okay. a black lab, Royal, and we have a little dog, um, Ruby. She's an inside dog. But my hunting dog, I had to get a male so that I could have at least another male in the household. <laughs> as, the, as a household of all girls, I needed another male companion in the house. But after having a male dog, I don't think I'll be doing that anymore. So. <laughs> it didn't work out quite like no, you thought, huh? No, Male okay. dogs are, as you can imagine, very bullheaded and <laughs> don't listen very well. Yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Well, Casey, thanks for being here. I shared with you a little bit while we were getting ready to record. I heard the best compliment from your wife this, this past weekend as I said, oh, I'm looking forward to connecting with Casey on the podcast. And she said... Yeah, what a great choice that that we made, I made to have Casey on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's so fun for me. I chose Casey, and now I watch my girls choose Casey. And I was like, wow, that is the best compliment, I think, for... That's that's our hardest parents, right? Absolutely. Is yeah. We choose our spouses, and then it's beautiful to watch our kids also choose our significant others. Absolutely. And when you said that, it just, you know, 
it 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 floored me because you can actually like we were talking you can see that in your kids but it to actually put it into words it really makes sense then is you can see my daughters actively wanting to spend time and be involved and want to hang out with dad it really mm-hmm. it really um really feels good and then to see my wife noticing that and then sharing that yeah. is um that's it's really reassuring. Yeah. You know, and yet it is. It's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she should really be the one sitting here <laughs> having this conversation, but it's a dad's and daughter's thing. So, yeah. Well, it sounds like there's a piece of her that, that is here too. Absolutely. Mike Cramner, welcome. Could you introduce, share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. I am a father to uh, two beautiful little girls, Mercedes and Eliana. And Allie Cranmer uh, is my wife. Um, and we have, we also have two dogs. We have, uh, a boy, a Labradoodle that we just got. And then we have what we call a cat dog. Uh, she's a, a shipu. Um, so she's five pounds of cat dog. So inside dog for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also love everything outdoors. Um, uh, in my spare time, I'm a hammock maker. Really? Yep. Uh, and I also do a lot of recreational tree climbing, um, which is also a lot of fun. Just for fun? Yes, liter- purely for fun. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe we should connect we and do that. We absolutely should connect because yes. that sounds – I like climbing trees but never knew that it was like a yeah. hobby. Oh, yeah. It's like mountain climbing with all the gear but in a tree. Oh, dude, that sounds fun. It that's is. right up my middle daughter's alley too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's, that's cool. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we'll have to chat about that. So, so Yeah. Um, and currently I'm working at uh, Ward Metals here in town, uh, a new local metal manufacturer. Awesome. And Casey, you said that you're older. You have an older sister. Older sister. Correct. So you have grown up with females in the house. Correct. And Mike, remind me, did you grow up with females also? In yes. The, besides I, mom. But yeah, I also I had two sisters as well. Two um, sisters. But I was the oldest um, and then two younger sisters, but our the way the birth order actually worked out uh, was I was more of a middle child uh, in that whole whole thing. So. Okay. Fascinating. Two middle children, similar interests. Yep. <laughs> we do have a span of ages, though, a, a little bit. So, Casey, yep. your daughters are... 14, 12, and 10. Yep. Yes. I'm soon to have... Three teenage daughters in the house at the same time. Three teenage daughters, yes. yes. And Mercedes is nine and Eliana is six. As your life journey has had you growing up with sisters in the home and now transitioned into fatherhood, what have been some of your guiding principles in leading your girls? Maybe Bible verses, books, quotes, mentors, anything that you would like to share or that you could share about your guiding principles so yeah, when you said that, you know, growing up with sisters and having three daughters, I guess the first thing that comes to mind for me is just wisdom. Is and that's in my daily daily walk in my in my morning quiet time is James one five. It's been like the one thing for me. You know, if anyone act, lacks wisdom to ask and it will be given to you because each day you so having three girls in the house, you can I mean and almost like I said, almost teenage girls is can be it's, it's a struggle at times as you can imagine yeah. and it, um, so just wanting to be 
um, there and having the wisdom to attack each day. And, and then each daughter is different, you know, so one likes this, one doesn't. And then so that's been for me has been um, something that I've really gone to is to trying to, to seek wisdom to raise them right and each one right and to do it on a daily basis. So that's that's one of the first things I go to. I love that because as we think about the culture that we're raising, that you're raising your girls in, there are some cultural giants that are really, really after them. And so for that, that wisdom is one of the things that can cut down those, those giants. But you're not just dealing with what's coming at them. You are also nurturing what is inside of them, which is beautiful. Right. And how to connect with them and reach them each day, reach into them or, you know, pour into them each day. And what do they need from me? You know, I first have to go to him so that I can then have the um, strength to go to them. You're that conduit. We talked a little bit about that conduit, too. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike, what comes to mind for you with guiding principles? Yeah, so it's it's an interesting journey for for myself. I actually feel like I've had, like, a parenting reboot uh, a couple years ago. Uh, So as a a carpenter by trade, a therapist by schooling, uh, so all of my my time was invested in getting me through school, getting me done with school, writing papers, uh, spending time in the office. And eventually it came to a point where I was spending more time in the office than I was at home with my girls. And it really hit my heart when my girls uh, had told me, hey, we really like construction daddy more than we like therapy daddy. And that just like wrecked me. And so I had to figure out what do I do with this dilemma Um, because it was trying to figure out uh, do I need to change careers or can knowing my girls wait Yeah. type of a situation. Um, And so I chose to leave uh, a profession uh, in in which I loved, um, but it was more important for me to reconnect uh, with myself and with my girls. And that's actually where uh, this whole hammock company came from. Um, so we're called Arc Outfitters. And actually, uh, the motto of Arc Outfitters is adventure, rest, and community. And uh, so I took some time off of work. And in that time, that's what the Lord had spoken to me that was missing in my life and my way to connect with the girls mm-hmm. uh, was through adventure, rest, and community. And so um, I was also meeting with one of my uh, friends. Uh, his name is Mike as well. And he was telling me about a book he read by Dallas Willard. And uh, the statement that Dallas Willard makes is, if you want to change the world, you have to first change your household. And that just is like another layer of just my mind was blown. I have to dive in and let the girls see me diving in, in order for, for me to know myself and then me to know them in hopes that they learn to know themselves. But it's also that you you saw that, you know, that your girls needed you. And so you had to, you had to put aside your own desires and ambitions, goals, maybe you had set is the right word. I'm not sure the right word. And realize that 
to make an impact for the kingdom and your and your you needed to be at home more yeah. or you needed to be more involved with your with your wife yeah. and kids. I think some of that might have also been just like uh like family of origin issue though. Like I missed out on that with my father. Sure. And so that always tugs that's like a a thing that tugs at my heart is Absolutely. oh man, like am I going to fall into the same uh structure that right. was set before or is there a way for me to break it or modify it? so that I don't miss out on something that I wish I wouldn't have missed out. Right. You know, and, and you asked um, in the beginning here is what are some of the things that guiding principles and that, you know, mentor is one of the things that you had mentioned. And, you know, you talked about your father. My father-in-law is a, um, he has two sisters, he had two daughters, and he has three granddaughters. So he is surrounded by girls in uh-huh. his life. And he has been a huge mentor for me just to see how he loves his sisters and his daughters and his granddaughters and pours into them on a daily basis, whether it's through text or calling. And even my wife now, as we were talking about it coming up to this um, today, she said even at almost 40 years old, she can feel the love from her father. Wow. And that is just like exactly what exactly what I want to pour into my kids, even at their, at that age. It's not just when they're at home. It's as they go from our home, do they still know dad loves them? You know, so having a great mentor is huge. And what I hear both of you doing is planting the seeds that will, that will allow your daughters to flourish in your home when they leave your home and part of what we've been talking about with this kingdom impact is eventually having a lasting impact beyond this lifetime. You know, I love when you think about Absolutely. the seeds you're planting. So you're watching the generation ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Now you're planting seeds in your generation. And then your girls will be planting. It'll be your children and your children's children that are getting the, the seeds planted because of the godly choices, the godly obedience that each of you have have shared. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Anything you want to add to to that of of guiding principles, or are you ready to to go on? I guess one thing that pops to my mind as I was thinking a little bit about this is that it can be easier for dads with boys to connect to those boys because of the gen, you know, just the same things in common or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. And so dads with daughters, and I again, learned this from a little bit from my dad, but from my father-in-law is that, you know, you need to choose ways to connect and relate to, to your daughters. And so it, it, it might take a little more work. And that's what Mike and I are, is obviously Mike's doing Mm -hmm. is that he's committing his time to his daughters and I'm trying to do the same thing is to pour out the godly love that I have onto them and figuring out ways to relate to them on a personal level so and in such intentional ways trying to right Mm -hmm. you don't always succeed it seems like but yeah that's that's something I really wanted to highlight today too is like that I my intent is to always be loving my girls 100% of the time. Yeah. There are times when dad gets distracted and dad wants to watch something on YouTube or oh. dad wants to go hiking by himself just for a little bit of quiet. And there, so I'm learning that balance and when it's important, when it's not important and when it is important for them. And then when I get to choose to make that sacrifice in the moment when I need something or 
learning that it's okay to explain to the girls that dad wants to go on a hike by himself, but in a, in a way that they don't feel rejected. Mm-hmm. So that's a, there is a little bit it's of a, a balancing balance. Out yeah. yeah, it's a balancing act for sure. And what a great modeling of healthy rhythms and boundaries in that, in that balance and letting your girls see that tension in that, that yeah. pull. Mike, what you just said there, um, I guess one thing that I've struggled with is that he's trying to um, teach my kids, uh, daughters, about God and, and Jesus. And I feel like it has to be this set, you know, Every night at supper or after supper, we're gonna sit and we're gonna we're gonna dad's gonna read you a story or something, um, and so I felt like I've been lacking in that for whatever. Something triggered my you know when you were just talking there about that is that, and I feel like I don't is if I don't do it that way, mm-hmm. then it's not that I'm not doing it right. Okay. I don't know if that's society or just pressures of being a dad in the home and having you know trying to raise godly kids. But Tara and I have talked a lot that it doesn't have to look like that. It doesn't have to be so structured. It can be just hiking with your kids and or you know showing them the beauty of God and um, relating to them or just spending quality time with them, reading them a story, praying with them at night. So it's just, I don't know, that's just when you threw that out there, it made me think that it sometimes doesn't always have to be so structured all the time. Just spending time with your kids is huge. Isn't it interesting? Gary Thomas talks about what you're saying. He frames it up with the cookie cutter approach to Christianity, Mm -hmm. that for some reason in Western society, we have thought that this is what it needs to, this is what it needs to look like, whether it's time with God, whether it's, it's teaching our kids. And, and he invites what you just said. Have you read the book Sacred Pathways? Because basically you just Uh, described, (laughs) basically you just described that book of no as you were trying to see each of your daughters created, how they are created and, and meeting them in that space, God does the same for us. And so, and there's all these, there's there's pathways that he identifies, nine of them in his book, Sacred Pathways, that talk about, um, okay, so here's a fresh way right. that people maybe not even understand, but that's how God created them. And there's a high connectivity uh, in that. Hmm. Yeah. I've heard both of you say that you try to be so intentional about connecting with your daughters. Could you just dream a little bit and describe the best day ever with your daughters or share maybe what you've experienced as the best day with your daughters? For me, we were, you know, thinking about this question a little bit is um, I, can't, I couldn't come up with just one day. And I think that's because there's just been so many. There's been so many times that we we do stuff together. The girls and I are individually, we'll do we'll do something together. And so, I was asking them, you know, what's what's a what stands out for you? And it's hilarious. My my youngest one immediately went to wrestling. Okay. She loves to wrestle together. I don't yeah. I don't get it, but she <laughs> loves it. And it, that's they awesome. just that's just hilarious what she went to. Uh-huh. But so anything outdoors, I mean, like I said from the beginning, I'm, I love being outside. And so my oldest daughter has started hunting with me this year. And we went deer hunting and it was a lot of fun. We sat in a blind, had a heater in there. Okay. It, I mean, it, there's a lot of good stories. Um, she got too close to the heater one time and oh, burned her no. pants. Oh, no. Which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, a deer walked up behind us and she just 
started laughing because it was so close. And so, I mean, there's been a lot of, a lot of good things. My middle daughter loves to hike and climb anything, rock, a tree, you know, um, we have been on some really good hikes out West that we, she was telling me about that she liked in the national parks and stuff. So anything outdoors and I can just, you know, I can see the, I know the joy that it brings me, but it's really cool to see the joy that it brings them being outside as well. Um, you know, I don't know if that's just because they're outside all the time or, you know, that's what God has put in them that they love to do those kind of things as well. And so it sounds like your daughters and you all enjoy a nature pathway very much. Absolutely. And how beautiful that the outside gets to be your sanctuary together mm-hmm. where you are all experiencing God together as well. Sometimes we'll talk here at third to how God is a God of play and just to play and to just enjoy his nature is just enjoying a characteristic of, of who he is and also how he created us. And to see the differences that the changes in the seasons or, you know, from one hike to another hike and just to see that beauty. And my daughter, it's hilarious. My oldest one, um, she loves the seasons, and she always says the next one is her favorite. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like, she lo- I love winter. Uh, I love spring. It's just, you know, she loves that change. So it's just, it's funny. I think it's great that you couldn't establish just one day because you have so many. Right. And isn't that the gift that we get when we spend time and, pres- and are present with each other and also our children for sure? Not, not just sorry to interrupt, but not just know. a gift for like them of our time, but also I'm sure Mike can relate to this is that the, the gift that they give us yes. is just like the the memories that are um, you you can't you don't want to take them back you can't imagine and the ways that the Lord can work work in those unforced rhythms you know I remember you you talked earlier in the podcast of sitting down with with just the word and going through and feeling mm-hmm. like it has to look a certain way but this is time for for the Lord to work in more organic ways mm-hmm. too and yeah the yeah. unforced rhythms of grace so to speak absolutely absolutely and, yeah what a gift mm-hmm. Mike switching over to you how about you could you describe the best day with your daughters? Yeah, I'm also going to have to take the multiple days route as well. If, Fantastic. If that's okay, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's really true. Like when, when you do sit down and prioritize family time or prioritize your relationship uh, with your children, there's just so many things that that flood in. And so we also, we're a, we're a hiking family and we're an adventuring family. Uh, and so one of the, one of our favorite hikes, uh, we like to hike in, uh, Arizona and we did like a nine and a half mile hike that day. Wow. And your kids, yeah, the kids, the girls did. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. But we had, we had been, that was our last day hiking. So we started off with like a two mile and then like by the end of five days the nine and a half miles it was wow it was awesome but then it was like really cool to show them like at the end like girls we hiked over 22 and a half miles in a week like that is awesome and just Mm -hmm. to see like like daddy we really did this and that was that was some really fun fun times um and then 
more recently, we had gone on a trip uh, to Disney and uh, Allie was back at, at the hotel room and the girls wanted to go back uh, to Disney, um, to one of the parks. And I was sitting with them and I was like, girls, what do you want to do? And they're like, daddy, anything? I was like, yeah, like, what do you want to do? <laughs> wow. And so they just sat and they like, they like talked with each other and they came up with a list and they're like, daddy, can we do it? I was like, yes. And we did everything and then some, and they they were just like, their eyes were just so full of joy. And then, I mean, obviously at the end they were totally passed out because it was like 10 o'clock at night, but <laughs> it was so much fun just to say like, Hey girls dream, whatever you want to do tonight, like we will make that happen. When you get to be the yes dad. Yeah. That, being the yes dad definitely has its perks. Um, but part of being a parent is also knowing when to switch to the no dad and mm -hmm. it having such uh, an impact in a positive way as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm sure you've seen that a lot in your counseling, in your counseling world. Speaking of your counseling world, can we kind of go there sure. a little bit, Mike? As you have taught the Father's heart here at Third Church, as you think about your life experience in your in your home, as well as your counseling experience, could you share a little bit of your heart of why why it's so significant for the Father's love? And I I continue to hear threads of you guys pouring out the Father's love into the lives of your your girls. But why is that so significant to be poured out? into girls, into females during such a time as this? Yeah. Um, I, I want to make a distinction to, just to make sure that like when we talk about fathers uh, speaking identity, that we're not degrading the mother's opportunity to also speak identity. Beautiful. So I think there is uh, significance in a father speaking identity or having the opportunity to speak identity uh, to model how our Heavenly Father speaks identity. Um, it isn't any less than mm -hmm. uh, a mother speaking identity, but there does seem to be a, a natural connection uh, to whatever's happening in the room for identity to be spoken through a father and learning to be present in that mm -hmm. uh, is really important. What are some things that you do to be present in that? Yes, that's a great question. Uh, when I choose to do those things, um, which is putting away my cell phone, uh, inviting them to go do something with me, mm -hmm. uh, but also just being with them. So as the girls are just around, that I'm around them. And so that they know something happens, they look for dad or something happens, they can look for mom. Um, but they just that I am present. Uh, I'm not retreating to my own man cave where I don't want to be bothered, but I'm choosing to be in their presence. So, Awesome. Just practical ways, practical yeah. tools for our listeners to um, know how to be present so that those times of affirmation can, can transpire. Awesome. Awesome. Casey, how about you? Do you have any thoughts about um, the significance of a father's love, especially in this hour? Yeah, so um, you know, when when I thought about that question, there there's just a there's a lot of, of fear and uneasiness going on, you know, right now. And girls are just more inherently more perceptive 
of, of a lot of things than, than boys and, and guys are. And so girls, my girls, are, can get caught up in some of that stuff and can um, feel the weight of that, of, of what's going on right now. And so I just, you know, as a, as a father, as the leader of the household, it's, you know, I feel like it's my responsibility or uh, I try to um, teach them what is what is right and what is true and um, speak truth into some of those things like who is in control who 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 is um, where does our joy come from and um, like like Mike said you know about a father's love is that how we love I feel like how and I think Kevin's the one that said this that stuck in my mind is how how we love our children daughters in our case is how they will perceive God to love them as well. That's right. Um, so, you know, if we can be patient and kind and, and loving and to all the fruits of the Spirit that we are that were given to us, if we can pass that on to them, pour that out onto them, and let them know that they are perfectly and wonderfully made, um, yeah, is, I don't know, I think is the goal, is the is having a lasting impact beyond Thank this you. lifetime, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how you asked, you ask your daughter's questions. So who's in control? I think there was a question about joy. Do mm-hmm. you have any mantras that you use with your, with your girls that you find yourself kind of going back to? Or um, I think, think that, I mean, me and the girls, we, we joke around a lot and, and our Tara will tell you that I need to, cut back on the teasing of them. Okay. Um, so I can't really think of anything mantras. Um, yeah, just knowing that God is in control and that whoever is in power or in the head of God is put there and that is done for a reason. And we need to trust that and just not get caught up in it all. And so, especially with my older daughter, as she's be- becoming more aware of these of the things and that's going on, it's stuff she wants to talk about a lot and so it's just hard to you know just bring it back to what is what is right and what is true and that comes back to what does the bible say we need to bring everything back to that so yeah i love the kingdom impact that i'm hearing going on in both of your households anything else that you want to add so there there are three words uh, that i kind of been using uh in our household um, because children are sponges and so they, they absorb what they see and what they hear, uh, and they can actually be a great uh, picture or display of uh, the mini version of us. Wow. Good and so bad true. at times. Yeah, like really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes uh, when I get frustrated, it's easy for me to jump to a conclusion right away. Mm-hmm. And so something Allie and I often try to do is remind each other, but also remind the girls to ask clarifying questions. And sometimes uh, what was a big deal can be eradicated by simply asking a clarifying question. But sometimes in the heat of the moment, it's not really easy just to say, hey, ask a clarifying question. Mm -hmm. So we have three that we have been working through um, this last two, three months specifically, uh, which is what do you see? What do you hear and what do you wonder? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm on point and I know exactly how my tone is communicating and sometimes I don't. Um, 
I made the choice to let our girls know that it's okay to let daddy know when his tone changes. Well, that stinks to hear that all the time <laughs> because sometimes it, it happens and I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even aware of it at, you know, 30-something years old and I'm still mm-hmm. learning when my tone changes. But it's, it's significant because they know. And so if they know, that means I need to know. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I'll piggyback off on Mike a little bit. You know, kids are definitely sponges. I catch my girls watching me all the time whether it's you know watching a game yeah. or at the table or with my wife or and they're just they're wanting to see how I am going to react or like you know or sitting in the hunting blind or or whatever it may be driving down the road or anything they're always they're wanting to see how dad is going to react and so I think you know anything else to add I think one thing that really came to mind for me about this you know talking about um, raising daughters is that us as husbands need to set a great example of how to love our wives or how they should be loved when they get to, you know, search out a man or or a a husband. And so if I I really try to um, pour into my wife love and care for her um, and and do that as an example for my children and, and out in the open, so that my children can see that and not just hide it or whatever. But yeah, so they, you know, so if they can see that, if they're as sponges as like Mike said, just to um, set that amazing example of what to expect. Are you guys country fans? Isn't the, there's a song about that? Country right? music fans? Yeah, country yes. music fans. Yes. Isn't there a song about oh, I'm that? Sure. There's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> uh, definitely is, but I don't know what it would be. Yeah, I, it's escaping me right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But again, that intentionality for the purpose of See, this is where Tara would be better with this impact. because she is like you. She's just a thesaurus and just to throw out those good words. Yeah, no. Intentionality <laughs> is exactly <laughs> no. what it is. Exactly what it is, though. It's it's beautiful though the way that right. you're sharing sharing that intentionality. Yeah. Being intentional. And Mike, back what what you said about the three questions, how powerful is it for your girls to basically you're allowing them to call you out on your blind spot, so to speak. So when my tone changes at home, you know, and I don't know it, I have I've entered into my blind spot and and you're saying, okay, you are welcome to ask those questions. And then what that does for them just instilling values in them. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, when it, when it works and dad is on point yeah. and, and that's, that's great. Yep. Um, there are times when I totally blow it and totally miss, miss my opportunity. Um, but then that springs into action. The other side of it where uh, forgiveness becomes reciprocal then mm. where it's not always uh, a parent forgiving a child, uh, a, ch- a child can actually be taught how to forgive a parent. And so there's a, a modeling piece there too, where even in my brokenness and the times that I'm not hitting it 100% out of the park, I can at least salvage up something. <laughs> You're modeling so, the good news of the gospel. Yeah, because I'm just hoping for a little bit of forgiveness. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Another thing that I've heard both of you say is clear communication is so important in in your homes. And isn't that one way that you have just seen the enemy come in and just try to steal and take and destroy? 
But when you are so intentional with communication, it's like you keep the door closed for him on that. Absolutely. And I think that if you have a relationship already with your kids and, and, and not just coming at them when things are bad or, you know, if yeah. you have that, it, then it, it's more meaningful and they, they can relate and they'll listen more um, if you spend time with them. Yeah. Yeah. Have made those investments, yeah. have made those deposits, mm-hmm. and Thank then, you. yeah, yep. mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like the lucky one in this conversation. I've got to just hear from incredibly wise, loving conduits of God's love and grace. So thank you, thank you for being here. If you have anything else to add to the conversation. Feel free to do so. Otherwise, could I ask, um, Casey, could I ask you to uh, close this time in a time of blessing for fathers sure. who are listening? Um, and Mike, could I ask you then to follow that up and close this time of, of blessing for this next generation of young gals who are coming up? Yep, you bet. Absolutely. Okay. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity just to share our hearts for our children today. We thank you that you were here with us and that you blessed our conversation. And I just pray a blessing over all those dads out there that, that are listening, that um, that they can just be intentional with their children, that they can know that the love that you have for them, that they can pour that out into their children as well, and that they can just find joy in spending time with them and meet each one of their kids um, individually and where they're at and that they can just, um, that they may just be the fathers that you would like them to be. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. And Heavenly Father, we lift up uh, our daughters, Lord, as well as uh, the next generation of daughters to come, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the women that they were, the young women that you are molding them into, and the women that you have uh, yet to create them to be. And so, Heavenly Father, we say yes and amen uh, to all of the blessings you have in store for them. Mm-hmm. And Father God, we ask that you would continue to wrap your arms of safety and comfort around them. In your precious and most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you both so much for being here and God bless each of your journeys as yeah. you are incredible men of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. We hope it's been a blessing for you and your family. 